You're listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Monday at 2.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out this week's edition of the Tiger's Den podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Welcome back to the Play Callers podcast, episode two. We're so glad that you're listening on this amazing Monday Today we're with a very special guest, Coach Smith. Coach Smith is a special teams coordinator and the nickelback coach. How are you doing today on this beautiful Saturday with college football starting back up and a big win for the Auburn Tigers last night? Well, I tell you what, it's a, it's a beautiful day. It's very hot and um, almost about the same as it was last night, but um, it was a great night. Um, I think all the coaches was tired and the boys were probably exhausted. Um, it was a very good bus ride home. Most of the guys were asleep. Uh, they were so tired, but they, they played very good last night, and we're just proud of them. We're ready to move on to, to Enterprise now. Yeah, that's awesome. Getting right into it, how about your special teams last night? I mean, we saw star kicker Towns Magoo make a 55-yarder in the first. How amazing was the special teams last night? Well, you, you know, we Towns was um, – he, he's very competitive. Um, everybody knows he's All-American, and – um, you really can't tell he's All-American until he started kicking. Um, he's very, very, very down to earth. Um, he was kind of upset. You know, he had one field goal blocked last night, and you you would think that um, he missed three or four field goals. But that's how competitive he is just with his drills and with his work he put in for the summer. And we actually seen him kick a 64-yard field goal. So I, I wasn't surprised that he kicked 50, 55. 55 was easy for him. Um, I was just kind of worried about the blocking part, but we got that part taken care of, and we got an excellent snapper, um, J.R. Buckner, and we got an um, excellent holder, uh, London Carter. So, like I said, once once you get got excuse my voice, I'm kind of hoarse, but um, he he did a really good job last night. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually I got to see that uh, that 64 yarder at the uh, that I think it was the Coles kicking camp, but I saw I saw a clip of him hitting a 64 yarder. And I also saw this clip in our um, our documentary, Blue Collar Mentality, of him kicking. He kicked it, like, I think it was eight yards deep into the end zone. And he was like, after after he kicked it, he was like, dang, I could have done better. And uh, Coach E had went up to him, and he was like, hey, man, you kicked it eight yards into the, into the end zone. You know, like, that, that was <laughs> awesome. Like, what do you want? So that really just shows his character as a kicker, I feel like. And, yeah, it speaks volumes. So Right. Yeah, and then uh, going to some specific stats. By the way, awesome, awesome win last night. You know, thirty-nine to fourteen over number three Hoover. Um, and I looked. I was following on Twitter. I wasn't able to watch the game, but I was following on Twitter. Um, and I saw like he had a fifty-five yarder at the end of the first, a forty-yard field goal late in the second, and then he went three for four on extra points with the with the one block, but. I mean that's still that's still a very very solid night, and I mean like what do you think about him just blossoming as this great kicker? Because he only started playing football. Uh, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, but only started playing last year. Last year was his first season. Yes, correct. Um, you know, last year we had a um, we we've been blessed to have some some real good um, specialists. We have Will Bess. He's um, kicking at Millsaps College right now. It's a D3 school in Mississippi. Um, he was a four-star, and he challenged Towns, and Towns challenged him every day. And I told him, 
you know, we was going to switch it back, you know, let him, let him kick by switching out by series. And um, I think that really helped Towns his first time playing football and also helped Will Best, too, um, to be more competitive. And I guess he thought he was a senior and he was just going to step in and start. And Towns came out of nowhere and they pushed each other and it made our, made our team a lot closer. Yeah, I mean, through the years, you talk about being having the blessing of having so many great specialists on on your, our team. I mean, yeah, you said Will Best from last year. But Sage I mean, Ledbetter. Also, yeah, I remember I know. him. And right. Throughout the years also, we've just had so many good kickers. You know, the Carlson brothers as well. I mean, yeah. that, you know, from back in the day. But, uh, well, not back in the day, but a couple of years ago. But <laughs> speaking about, like, uh, one of the best special teams units – out of any high school I've seen, uh, just overall. And, I I mean, this year we also have, you know, Tyler McKinnell at punter, uh, and you mentioned J.R. Buckner. And then also your son, David Smith, I've seen he's been getting multiple uh, offers. And I believe you're on a college visit right now, if I'm correct. Um, yeah, yes, we're at Jacksonville State. Um, they might Davis, Davis starting at safety, and I'm probably more hard on him than anybody else. But we got J.R. Buckner does um, that came in and just did an excellent job, and he's he's ranked one of the top snappers in the country. Already committed to Auburn, and it kind of real it really helped Davis um, play another position because he plays safety, and it's hard to play two positions in high school and even college. So he, he's getting recruited by um, DBs at some schools, and some schools want to see him do both. Um, so he just kind of kind of weighs options. But like I said, I'm, I'm more tougher on him because he's my son. And I'm, that's pretty much why my force is going out because I was yelling at him a lot last night. But <laughs> yes. he, he, played, he played a pretty good game though last night at safety. Yes, sir. And I, I wanted to dive a little uh, deeper into that because that, we talked about it with um, Coach McKinnell last weekend when we interviewed mm-hmm. him. And yeah. we talked about his, you know, his um, – mechanics between him and Tyler and then also Rusty back when he used to play uh, for AHS. And um, not only, you know, being able to coach your son throughout his high school career, but also him managing like two positions and being able to play both at a high level. I mean, how is that? You you know, it's, it's, it's challenging sometimes because um, everybody know when he mess up, everybody going to look at me and they know I'm a, they know I'm a hold him accountable but it should not just be about me. It should be the rest of the coaches that are coaching. You know, Coach E did a really good job of letting us coach. And um, I feel like it's a, fam- a family atmosphere, you know, not just for Davis, for anybody. Like, and when I'm fussing at somebody, it's usually because of effort. You know, high school kids make mistakes. College kids make mistakes. And sometimes in the NFL. But, like, usually when people see me fussing, I'm a different person. I am a, as a PE teacher at Yarbrough. Um, where I'm very nice and very calm. It's, it's, it's about the effort. And, and coaching my son has been a blessing. Um, and we have so much depth that he can, he can play Gunner on special teams. He can play on, on the kickoff team. And he, and he kind of begged me to take him out last night because he was a little tired playing safety too. So and I kind of got upset about that a little bit. But um, it, it worked out for the best. Yes, sir. That's awesome. And Speaking um, about, like, the, like the other um, people on the team besides your son, like, what would you say is your approach to getting to know them and being their mentor by being their coach? Well, you, you know, it's, you know, at a big school like Auburn, you know, we're blessed to have so many coaches. Um, I have some volunteer coaches that help me out, Clark Smith. Um, he also, he, he was a long snapper at Auburn um, probably about maybe five years ago. Now he's an engineer. So he's a volunteer, and he, he really helped with the specialists a lot. 
because most of the time I, I'm with Coach Goosby and helping him with the defense. Um, but I, I do give them drills that they do every day, and we kind of talk at the practice. And um, we do something called five perfect snaps and five perfect holes and kicks. So after conditioning, they have, they have to mentally be prepared um, to kick a 55-yard field goal like Towns did with JR with the snap and, and London with the hold. Um, it's more of a mental aspect. So we, I brought that in since I've been coaching. And I feel like it really works. And uh, we, we got a real tight bond. Um, they mostly, yeah. Most of the people that think of kickers and they think they don't do a lot, but they, they do work pretty hard. They, they work hard every day. Um, they live waste in the summer just like everybody else. Um, I make them do tackling drills with our linebackers. So um, we, we try to build that bond with them. Just learn, They're not just kickers and holders or snappers or punters. They're yeah. pretty good athletes. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then um, I also wanted to ask you a question about um, – so Towns is also a great soccer player as well. I got to actually play with him when he was back playing Thunder back when I used to play uh, Thunder, you know, a long time ago. But uh, <laughs> he's a, he was a great soccer player, and I'm pretty sure he'll – he'll he played last year on the varsity team, and I'm pretty sure he might – he might play this year. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but how important would you say it is for like football players who want to become you know become great kickers? Uh, would you say it's important to like play soccer, which involves you know kicking so much? Would you say it's important to do that as well? Yeah, I think it's excellent to um, you know not just soccer, any kind of sport, you know track or um, you know basketball, just just to stay busy. I think this day and age, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to focus on one sport. Um, most of the college coaches always ask, um, I think one of the coaches asked Davis, what other sports do you do? And, um, you know, Davis does track. And my, he's not good at it, but he's out there getting in shape. Uh, I, I won't say he's not good at it, but he's he really getting in shape. But, um, like, to play soccer is, is really more of a benefit. Um, to me, I think it's, if you play soccer, it's easy for us coaches to, to kind of just get that transition into football. Um, with the with the drop kicks and the follow through and all that kind of stuff, I think the biggest thing is the difference is just the speed of the game. Um, you think about that block punt last year, and I feel bad about because I put Towns in a situation because he he never punted in the game before, and and I ran the wrong scheme and end up getting blocked. So all he had to do was just step out of bounds, and we we would have got a safety. Mm. And you know things like that just to just the pace of the game and but the skills I mean really matches up what what we kind of do at um. In, in our program, yeah, for sure. Kind of going away from like uh, kickers and stuff. Um, we saw the electric kick return, that sixty-five yard kick return by Omari Brown. Um, what was what was that moment like on the sideline? Just seeing how all their hard work paid off in that moment, and I mean, all the kick and putt returns throughout the game put us in good field position. Um, like, how how did that establish the offense and get the game rolling as the game was low scoring in the first quarter? Right. Um, that was actually Omar Maps, and uh, oh. you guys might have had the wrong number. That was that sophomore, real good running back. Oh, my God. He yeah. he got an offer from um, UAB during the summer. I and saw, he just I saw that the other day. 10th grade. Yes. Day. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it really set up the um, – and right of fact, I don't know if y'all noticed it at the game, uh, the referee blew the whistle kind of early, um, right before that big kickoff return. I mean, Coach, he was kind of confused, like, yeah. What, what's the deal here? Like, what's is it a flag? And he's like, no, my one of my partners just blew the whistle, so we had to re-kick it because they really didn't block it right like I wanted them to. Yeah. 
Um, but they stayed on their blocks, and um, Omar hit, hit it up in the middle, and um, he made a real good run, and um, it shows why he's one of the top running backs, not in the state, but probably in the country. Yeah, so, I remember I remember uh, actually, um, and I talked about this with uh, Coach McKinnell as well, we did, because um, he's a running backs coach, you know, having a player like that. I mean, I remember seeing last year when he's in, you know, he's a freshman at the junior high, he had gone to some All-American game, and I think it was held in Virginia, I don't remember the exact name, but I remember seeing it on, like, Facebook. And, yeah, just a heck of a player. And, I mean, he's got a bright future for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, that, you're talking about a kickoff return. It really, it really motivated us. Um, then right after that, you get a turnover. That's just how football is. But I think it did kind of put a spark in, um, in, in Omar and gave him confidence. And I think most of those guys on, on that front line play tight end or, you know, Gibby. Um, you got Griffin McLean, you got Cody Palmer. So most of those guys it gave them a spark, I think, just to get some excitement. Because um, yeah. it was kind of like, you know, first half is always kind of, you know, first game of the year. You don't know what they do, and uh, they don't know what, what kind of plays you're running. And um, I, I think it set the tone. It really did. That was a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking of setting the tone, uh, I wanted to talk about Tyler um, punting last night. He – he had a really good game from what I saw, you know, being able to flip the field a couple times, you know, and get Hoover in bad field position. So we get like the deuce wide interception to put, you know, Auburn in great field position after that. But how important is it for him and for your team to be able to like create better opportunities for the defense by putting them in like bad situations, bad field position, stuff like that? Right. I'm, that's a good question, too. Um, Coach Goose about defense coordinator is probably one of the best in the country. Um, that's the first thing we ever talk about is just, you know, getting field position, maybe on a kickoff and getting a touchback. And, by the way, Towns had seven touchbacks last night, which is yeah. which is awesome. And, um, right. Then you got, you know, Tyler with his hang time. I mean, he didn't get the distance that he wanted, but the hang time was really good for uh, Davis and D.J. Witcher to get out mm. and cover it. Um, last year, I think we only had three punt returns on our um, special teams unit, on our punt team unit. So I feel like, you know, the height and the weight, and Hoover did throw some different stuff at us last night than what they did um, last year. I think they brought more pressure up the middle, and I think Tyler was able to get the ball a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. So he had to be more efficient on getting yeah. the ball off quicker than taking his time. So um, he did a really good job last night, really good job. Yeah, I like that you brought up the uh, thing about hang time because a lot of people, you know, they'll watch, like, punters and they'll be like, oh, they need to kick it, you know, as as far and, you know, as far as they can and stuff like that. But they don't think about, like, how the hang time it will allow, you know, for the covering team to be able to get down there and force the fair catch. So, yeah, that's a very good point. And, yeah, the reason why Auburn's one of the best. Or Tyler's right, well, one of the best. Yeah, Auburn special teams unit. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, coach, and coach, uh, going back to uh, going back to Omar, uh, how do you like? How do you feel about him at kick returner this year? Uh, how confident are you in him uh, at kick returner back there in the backfield? Well, I tell you what, um, it, starting the game off, it was it was a game time decision, really, like the second kickoff return. Yeah, he wasn't even supposed to be on there. Um, we had we had another young man that uh, that didn't dress out and. Um, I tell you what, um, we we stuck him in there. He actually played it last year as a freshman. Um, uh, Omar, thinking of Omar, he played last year on kickoff return. And yeah. I told Coach E, I said, well, he's dressing out. Let's just try him on special teams. Yeah. And um, I think he got a lot faster than he was last year. I think a lot stronger. 
I think he made good decisions on his runs and uh, finding the wall and finding the crease. Um, very confident. I don't know if Coach Wag want to use him a lot on kickoff return. <laughs> he, um, he, he used him a lot on offense, but um, we'll work it out. I mean, like, anytime you get field position past the 50 is really good. So I, yeah. I, I think that's the benefit of the doubt, to have him back there. You have no choice but to put him back there. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, and that's – and I mean, that's a luxury to just be able to, you know, call somebody's number out and just, you know, be able to put them in the position to make a play. And Omar, yeah, he surely did that. And then uh, going into next week's game, you know, that was a great win last night. Um, and, wow, I mean, I was just – I was following on Twitter. I was at work, and so I wasn't able to go to the game. But, no, I was getting really excited and surprised a lot of people. And next week we got Enterprise at home who – they blew out Ufala. Now, Ufala, um, they haven't been, you know, the best team recently. So, you know, 63 to 14 over them. You know, it's still, I mean, still impressive to put up 63 against any team. But how right. how, how difficult do you see that game being as the home opener next weekend? Well, you, you think about Enterprise. And I'm, I'm from Ozark. So, um, we play Enterprise all the time when I was playing back in the 90s. I'm telling my age right now. But um, they they always had a good program. Them, them guys always fought hard. They had a lot of military kids around there, so um, they they build that like tradition of just having you know tough kids. And Coach Blackman runs a real good program, you know, for his offense, defense, and special teams. So we got to come to play. You know, the good thing about it, you know, it's our first home game, and we got a new video board and everything else. With mm-hmm. you know, with mass media, and you guys do a really good job with that. We appreciate y'all and. Um, we're Thank really excited about just, just being at home and, and being in front of the unit and being in front of our band and our cheerleaders and our books club and our and it goes it goes all the way down the line. So for enterprises, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna, it's gonna be tough. Yes, sir. And we're we're gonna have that. Speaking of the video board, I don't know if you uh, were able to see it yesterday before you headed down to Hoover with the team, but uh, it was actually it was up and running uh, yesterday for the first time. Well, and that's awesome. Yes, sir. So we're 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 expecting, we're hoping uh, that it will, you know, make the crowd more into it. And yeah, we're just hoping it completely brings it to the next level within the uh, home home field advantage. And then I also wanted to ask you about Enterprise is a bit more of like an air raid offense on more on the air raid side from what I saw uh, with them against Ufala. And so how important will, like, incorporating the nickel position, because I know you're the coach of that as well, uh, be, how important will that be in the game? You, you know, that's, that's a very, very good question. Um, you know, Enterprise, um, you know, the new coach um, came in, you know, they was running the wing T, and um, when they brought mm-hmm. Coach Blackman in, you're right, they kind of spread it out a little bit more. So had to, and at the nickel position, you had to be more disciplined of, you know, that's why it's called nickel. Like, people don't realize that, but you, you can play, like, different positions. you got to be able to play inside the box and play the run and, and avoid offensive linemen. And you also mm-hmm. got to be able to put your eyes on the quarterback and, and, and play the receivers, too. So, um, DJ Witcher will do a really good job. Also, Jace Williams is another nickel. Um, those guys played a good game last night. Um, Enterprise will give us a challenge. They got, they got a pretty good quarterback. Um, yeah. But you got to be got to be disciplined. That's what we're gonna start on tomorrow. Just being disciplined and training the eyes and being in the right spot. Yeah, yeah I, re- I remember that wing T. I remember uh, when we played them. I think it was two years ago in the playoffs. And uh, yeah, they ran that wing T. But we were able to we were able to defeat it then. And now with the more air raid, I 
I believe I believe in y'all's defense, and I believe that we'll be able to win that game for sure as well. I, I sure appreciate it. Yeah, Coach, with the um, with the game coming up against Enterprise, and especially how bad y'all beat Hoover last night, uh, can we expect this team to just like run over everybody this season and just completely shock everybody <laughs> in the state of Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, Coach Coach, he did a really good job of um, keeping keeping us humble. You know, but you know, our goal is to win a state championship. You think about some of the players that played at Auburn High. You know, yeah. you got your Ruben Fosters, Rashawn Evans, and uh, Cam Looper at quarterback, and yeah, Kelly Chizik. I mean, you, it goes Avery Atkins. You know, none of those guys want a state. Uh, Mahmoud Diabante. I mean, none of those guys never won a state championship. So that's what yeah. you know. I feel like it's a lot of pressure on us to try to win it. But Coach, you do a really good job of just letting them have fun and and beat our underdog mentality. And, you know, the blue-collar mentality and play for the eight, I, I think it really matches up with our personality. Um, I think the players come in, they, they want to fight every day. They're very competitive. And, you know, we just let the results show on the field. And, and that's yeah. what happened last night. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, and uh, Taylor was speaking about, you know, college. Uh, today being the first day for uh, college football today with uh, Notre Dame Navy opening up in Ireland, Dublin, Ireland, I'm pretty sure. And um, you'll see a lot of – just with a lot of college coaching changes, they always say that it's about, like, shifting the culture, you know, and being able to make a culture that, like, really, in, like, enlivens the team up and, like, lifts them up and, you know, allows them to play to their very best ability. And I believe when, since Coach E has come in, you know, with the wine garden, that whole deal with the uh, state championship against Thompson, um, I believe that his what he's done to this program has just been spectacular. So. Right, right. You know, it, it's it's hard to win a championship, not just one time, but you win it four times in a row. Yeah, let you know that you you got a pretty good program, and we're just trying to get over the hump. Uh, you know, it's I, I feel like seven A football is probably and six A football, and just all the classifications are very competitive. I think everybody just, you know, the state of Alabama is really on notice right now. I think just as far as our athletes and. You know, just the atmosphere of the games and everything else, all that stuff kind of blends in, and it just kind of it's, – it's a great place to be at. For yeah, sure. Yeah, speaking of State of Alabama on notice, last night I was watching ESPN, saw that game, Lipscomb Academy versus Saraland last night. That was a great game to watch on ESPN. Saraland ended up coming out on top, and there was a lot of great talent in that game. I know Saraland's number one in the state, and it was just a great game to watch last night. Yeah, right. high school football. And they, yeah, and they got Ryan Williams too. I mean, yeah. yeah, the the talent that's coming out of Alabama football right now is just it's the best it's ever been in my opinion. Yeah, and especially Lipscomb Academy, they played uh they played IMG I think last week and I know this week is supposed to be a good game on Thursday, IMG versus Thompson in Alabaster, so Yeah. I mean, that should be a really good. One. Yeah. yeah. And then you talk about uh with the with state, you know, and our team uh, Auburn High School been able to make make state two of the last three seasons, um, you know. And Thompson, they have because they're right now the number one. They beat Opelika last night, thirty three to fourteen, I believe. And they got that great quarterback Trent Seaborn that everybody you know is raving over after last season. And great kid from what I've heard from people who've talked to him. And a ninth grader, you know how? I guess my question is like you know Thompson 
has been, you know, they've just been on another level recently. And how do you, as a coach for Auburn High School, which is ranked number two, how do you see that, like, when it comes to, like, competition and stuff like that? Well, you know, you always, like like I said, I, I think we perform better as we the underdog mentality. Um, you know, like last night, I didn't realize that AL.com had picked, you know, Hoover to win, like, all their, like, order. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that until Coach, Coach Guzman said it at the end, and, you know, and sometimes you can look at that kind of stuff and get motivated, but, you know, the biggest thing is, like, we have not won a state championship. So that's, that's what we're trying to do, and it's like, I just feel like nobody, I, I, I think they know that we have talent over high. I think everybody know that. Yeah. I, I feel also that we have to get over the hump, and I think we'll get over the hump by just being humble and playing hard and letting the results happen. That that just that's just my opinion. That's what Coach E runs a program. Coach Coach E is one of the best coaches in the state. I mean, he got five state championships. Yeah. So um, the, the biggest thing is just staying humble, um, working hard, and and just believing in, in and pushing each other. Yeah, having yeah. a guy that's been there and won it, you know that. Yeah, that really helps for sure. For sure, one hundred percent. Um, yeah. Kind of shifting away from football, I guess my final question, I don't know about the other two co-hosts, Reese and Max, but how special is um, the Auburn City Schools program to you? I saw that you've been teaching for 19 years now in Auburn, and now you're a coach for the Auburn High football team, which your son plays on. Just how special is this community of Auburn to you and the um, the, the school system, Auburn City Schools, to you? Well, when I first got hired here, um, Dr. Forster's there. He's still there. Max, he's still there, by the way. I know I ended up – I was teaching Max and Reese at Yarbrough, but he's been there for, like, I think 17 years. This is my 14th year. Um, it's a very family atmosphere, you know, with a mixture of, um, you know, great academics, great athletics. I'm just blessed to be in Auburn City Schools. Um, ended up winning Teacher of the Year about two years ago, which that really shocked me. You know, coming from a PE teacher, but um, a, a good person to probably let you be your next host would be Ledger Oliver. Um, mm. He's a running running backs coach, and he's a PE teacher at Rice Mill. He ended up winning Teacher of the Year right before I did. And um, just to have those kind of friends and you know mentors and uh, Coach Cooper at Pick and is so many great Coach Moses at Ogletree and Coach Carter at Creekside. It just goes on and on and on about, you know, just real good programs and that that come through Auburn City Schools as far as the PE department. And, you know, and just yeah. great teachers and everybody working together. So I'm, I'm very blessed to be at Auburn City Schools. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, you deserve have, it. Teacher of the Year. Congratulations. Yeah, well deserved. Very well deserved. Yeah, and Coach I, Smith. I appreciate it. Yeah, Coach hey, Smith was a – he was a, a guy that uh, always had a smile on his face. He'd always, always talk about sports with – about everybody. Especially me. Especially sports guys. Yes. <laughs> most most yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Coach Smith, just uh, all the kids love him, and it's just uh, he's always been there, and uh, they have great games at Yarbrough and everything. But, yeah, he deserved that Teacher of the Year and a uh, great football coach, great person. Yeah, I remember Magic Mountain and uh, PE there. If I if I remember correctly, they still, they still, they still got Magic Mountain right now. I'm yes. Sure. I think so. Stare yeah. down 40, 45 steps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And then, and then also, as somebody that has, uh, you know, a mom that uh, has been teaching in Auburn City Schools for 23 years now, I'm pretty sure. And so I'll ask her after just to make sure I'm correct on that. 
But, uh, you know, yeah, it's just a great family atmosphere uh, of Auburn City Schools. You know, it, it's compar- car- comparable to nothing else to me. Yeah. Right. Correct. All right. Well, I, I don't got any more questions. Uh, Taylor Reese? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. All right. Well, thank All you, right. Coach Smith. For, thank you so much, that, Coach Smith. Yeah. Thanks, Coach. Yes, thank y'all, man. And y'all keep y'all doing a great job, man. Y'all keep this up, and I'm very proud of y'all. And what I got to do to get the word out, I will. Um, like I said, I I tell people about you guys, and you do a good job at mass media, making our, our football program look good. And I appreciate Mr. Dillon and, and what all y'all do. I appreciate y'all. Thank, thank you. Thank we you. Appreciate we you. appreciate you too. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. You have an amazing rest of your day, sir. Yeah. Good luck. Right, you too. Good luck watching that UTEP and Jackson State game. Yes. Yes. Hey, I might stay hydrated, but it's going to be hot, but it should be fun, though. It's so hot outside right now. Yeah. Yes. All right. See you guys. Thank you all. All right. All right see thank you, you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes airing every single Monday at 2.30 p.m. Central. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's Den, where we deep dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes Mondays at 3.30 p.m. Central on all platforms.